everybody, and welcome back to Planners and Wine. My name is Meg. And I am Myra. Welcome back to another week. Yes, and happy October. It is officially October, officially fall, officially spooky season. Um, And we missed you guys because we took a week off because we were doing all the things in Houston, which we will absolutely talk about in a little bit. Damn, I wish I had that uh, music queued up. What's the, the music? whole music? Oh, <laughs> I'm obsessed with that. I don't know. <laughs> I love that sound. I do too. I do too. She's talking about the whole music from uh, the Renaissance. Yeah. Concerts. But uh, yeah, y'all, it's going to be a fun show today. We're definitely going to talk about our trip to Houston, mm-hmm. the craziness going on on Love is Blind, um, and just lots of things to t- discuss today. But how has your week been, Myra? Oh, it has been great. Um, I finally feel like I am back into the groove of things. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm glad that October is starting on a Sunday. Like Sunday is a very much so a reset day. So for it to Mm -hmm. be the first of the month is perfect for me. Um, I am doing a lot of things to kind of get my life back in order. I know it's like Q4, but you know, Better late than never. It's never too late. It's <laughs> so, never too late to start fresh. And you don't have to wait yeah. to the beginning of the year to start fresh. Exactly. And I'm thinking you of know? even restarting my um 75 soft. I kind of fell off towards the middle of September. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm thinking like, let's just start it now. It's the first. It just feels it. right. So yeah. Yeah. Just a, a whole week of trying to get my life back in order to start off Q4. Yeah, I literally spent this entire week since we got back from Houston just absolutely exhausted. Um, So I finally feel refreshed because I got to sleep in this weekend and just really just kind of relax and stuff. So um, next trip, I'm probably going to I'm either going to try to get home earlier so I can have more of Sunday to just chill or I'm taking Monday (laughs) for because. Ooh, I was so tired. And like I said, I finally, I finally feel rested and like myself again um, after a crazy weekend, you know? But yeah, I'm excited for it to be October. I love October. You know, it's my favorite month. I love, love, love it. February is not? Second. February oh, is my okay. second favorite. <laughs> not never too far behind. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm here for October. Um, I need to go through and see what's the, the 31 days. The movie things that they do. Oh yeah, check they have that a great out. Great lineup. Yeah. yeah, they put that lineup out. I think like in August or something. Yeah, they was ready. Early. Yeah, mm-hmm. very very good lineup. Um, I saw today's uh, lineup, and they actually started with Mrs. Doubtfire. I think, which was an interesting wow. choice because I don't yeah. consider that a spooky season movie. I love it though. But this is one of those not- things like it's Halloween, like. It's not a part movie? of the movie, but it's, it is just happened to be Halloween or something. I don't know. I don't remember well, that movie. I think I only I seen it once. I think it was Halloween ever in the movie, but he, I mean, obviously he was in a costume. So I don't know what was up with that. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> it was a choice. It was a choice for sure. Yeah, it was Mrs. Doubtfire this morning. And then they went into lots of Halloween movies. So let me see what's on right now. Yeah, we're recording this on a Sunday, October 1st, just in case <laughs> y'all didn't know. But it is The Haunted Mansion is about to come on and Goosebumps 2 is on as we speak. So, yeah. 
Yeah. Have you have y'all seen the new Haunted Mansion? Uh, I don't. I don't even think... know if it's still in theaters anymore. It I don't think so. If it just right came out, then no. It yeah, it's within year. the past two months or so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. But yeah, Check I'm excited. Um, you know, I don't see on October 31st. They're literally are they just paying Hocus Pocus all day? I'm looking at the whole line. <laughs> that's the only thing on there. For, it's Hocus Pocus. October 31st. Is it at least the second one too? No, it's just the first one. Mm-mm. I don't think Disney Plus has released uh, the second one to the world yet. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you I don't pay know. to play. Yeah, which it's fine. You know, I get it. I get it. But yeah, <coughs> super exciting. I'm definitely going to be watching lots of scary movies this month. Um, I absolutely love the Travel Channel during October because they always go to like the spookiest places on earth and things like that and then i've already been seeing things like that on my tiktok for you page so we spooky down we spooky down over here i love it. american horror story just started a new season i watched the first episode watched last night oh. i watched the first episode i wasn't think quite yet i feel it's it, it it feels more reminiscent to like the earlier seasons of american mm. horror story which makes me excited yeah i just have no idea where this is going so that yeah. intrigues me because I like the earlier ones because mm-hmm. it does start slow and you're like, what the hell is going on here? And yes. it picks up. It does pick up. It does pick up. And what, what I will say, usually like in the first episode by the end, you get more of a feel of what the hell is happening. But on this one, I got to the end of the first episode and I'm still like, okay, where are we going? So I will be watching the second episode probably as soon as we get done <laughs> recording because <laughs> I'm like two episodes behind. And also, there's a second season of the Chucky series uh, that's been out, I think, for a few months or mm-hmm. maybe longer. But I really do like the first season was really good. So I'm watching that, too, on Peacock. So, y'all know, I'm going to watch all the spooky things. Yeah. Shout out to Chucky. Ashley yeah. do not like him. <laughs> I don't blame him. <laughs> I don't blame yeah. him. Um, but yeah, y'all. Uh, do we have anything else, Myra? Or can we take a quick break for ass before we get into everything? Oh, housekeeping, real quick. Um, for the people who are curious about the Patreon, they now have an option for you to join for free. We're going to be uploading some exclusive content, so it won't be on like our socials or anything. So if you want to check out some of our exclusive stuff, definitely join. It costs nothing. You just get some exclusive behind the scenes, extra clips. Da, 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 da. Yeah. So good way to get some um additional content or like kind of like try out the Patreon kind of yes. thing. Yes, for um, clarity is not like full access. So you don't get correct. all the things that the Patreon peeps mm-hmm. get. Cause I know Patreon peeps like, wait, what what? What you mean? <laughs> nah, we ain't no, playing y'all like that. <laughs> no, we're not playing y'all, but you do get um a preview of some select things that we add onto there if you just want to get like a little taste, you know. Maybe we'll put you know the first 10 minutes of a bonus episode or something mm-hmm. like that on there for y'all to kind of get a little preview and see what you get once you join the Patreon. So yeah, I love it. I love it. Shout out to Patreon. Yeah, yeah they're trying new things. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know, if you don't know, like you can I'd usually put like two minutes. You mm-hmm. can go through our Patreon and hear like the first two minutes of a show. Yep. So that's the way you get a taste. But we'll like make it maybe put a little bit longer of a clip if you uh, join in um, for the free version. But yeah, trying to just give you all a little bit of what goes on behind the scenes. I know we don't like 
pop our shit about the Patreon, but the Patreon peeps know like we have a really good time over there. Mm-hmm. And um we give them exactly what they pay for, if not yes. more. If so not more. Absolutely. We do not have any dissatisfied customers. No, we do not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, guys, on that note, we're gonna take a quick break to hear from our sponsors and we will be right back with the rundown. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, guys. So we are back. And I think first things first, we need to recap this Houston trip because we did a lot. We came, we saw, we conquered. Okay. We ate well. We drank well. <laughs> we had we had a time. A time was had. Um, I will say I sent some pictures to my grandma, you know, the tame ones, to my grandma. <laughs> and she was like, y'all know how to take a girl's trip. Period. Yeah, so it had. It's not a girl's trip. It's a world trip. Okay, a world trip. Period. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. we had an amazing time in Houston, y'all. Like we literally, we didn't just go. I I mean, obviously, you know, we went for the Beyonce concert, but Mm -hmm. we made a whole weekend out of it. It literally felt like a bachelorette party with a bunch of married. People. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it was, it was decked out, decorated. Like shout out to Laura if you need somebody to decorate your bachelorette party. Laura is your girl when it comes to the decorations. Like Myra did some really cute stuff. Like we had like not bad putting us to work. I'm putting out work. Yeah. <laughs> She made these super cute, like, Barbie doll boxes that we put, like, uh, champagne bottles in. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So cute. Myra did our T-shirts. It was so freaking cute. Um, J-Bay and Danny, they made our hats, those sparkly hats that we had on at the concert. They were such great quality. So cute. So gorgeous. Yeah. People at the concert was asking us about them. Um, JB also got us this super cute, like, personalized Renaissance Yeti cup. <sighs> Y'all, chef's kiss. Julie got us these super cute bracelets because y'all know Little Words Project is our thing. Shout out to them. Sponsor us. I mean, seriously. (laughs) Seriously, sponsor us. It was just so much fun. So like Friday night, we had like a, like basically like a, well, I guess I'll go through the whole day. I won't just start at the nighttime. But obviously, y'all, I know y'all saw on social media. We went and hung out with VJ at Notique. We no. got to get VJ back on the show. Yes, expeditiously. Because yeah. it is like all the pictures that they post of the Notique office, it really does not do it justice Mm-mm. at all. It is just it's ten so, times better. so beautiful, so amazing, so calm and zen and just 
smells amazing. So crazy organized, like the most beautiful, cleanest warehouse you've ever seen in your life. Like even the bathroom was lit. Even the bathroom was lit. Like literally, <laughs> did not miss like honestly, like the people who get to work there, uh, they are just so lucky to to work there because it's mm-hmm. just such an amazing space to be in. And yeah, VJ was just so kind, so generous, such an amazing host. Gave us like a full tour. Gave mm-hmm. us some sneak peeks of some things that are coming. Y'all are not ready. Y'all are not ready. So good. So you're so on the floor. Mm-hmm. So good. So yeah. I mean, I literally could have just stayed there all day. <laughs> like I was ready to move in. I was like, okay, I can just put my air mattress right here. And I'll just put my luggage right here, girl. Like, we can make it work. We could just stay here and live and work. Like, that's fine. Like, the Houston office. Yes. Do you need, like, six more people on your staff? Because we're your peeps. Like, we're here for you. So, yeah. It was absolutely amazing. Um, Let's see. Then we went to this super nice. Well, it wasn't. I I mean, it was nice, but it wasn't, like, a fancy restaurant. But it's called Crawfish Cafe. So freaking good. We got such a spread. We got shrimp and crab legs and just everything. Myra had crab legs for the first time. Myra, what is your review of the crab legs? What kind did I have? Snow, Snow crab. crab. Okay. Mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy it. I thought it was going to be more of a hassle to like get the meat out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not mature enough for this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't that hard. Wasn't. It wasn't that hard. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like the concept of that because it's like you kind of get a reward after doing a little bit of work yes there's a little bit of work for a big reward yeah (laughs) we're not mature no okay and it just slid right out you know (laughs) all right all right (laughs) it was very very good very very good yeah absolutely delicious um yeah we took a trip to target which y'all know target is our it's our work. We sit on task though. Our favorite place. Yeah, we did. We did. Um, then we went back to the house. The house had a really beautiful pool. So we had like a nice afternoon in the pool, played some games, um, took a few jello shots. That was amazing. And then we had like a slumber party basically for the rest of the night where we ordered pizza. And I mean, we watched the first episode of Love is Blind, which we're gonna talk about. Um mm-hmm. And we crafted, we memory kept, we, oh my God, we had so much fun. We were listening to music. It was just, it was just such a vibe. It was just such and, a yeah, vibe. It was just such a vibe. I love mm-hmm. it. Like you said, it, it definitely gave like bachelorette vibes, but yes, with happily married people. With happily married people. <laughs> exactly. And I feel like people should do that more. Like, why not just celebrate each other? That's I know. I feel like we're just celebrating yeah. being together. 100%. You don't have to wait until some like major life event is going on yeah. in your friend's life to do something fun together, you know? Exactly. Um, so yeah, that was amazing. And then Saturday, we got up, we went to brunch. We went to this place called First Watch. It was really, 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 really good brunch. Mm-hmm. Um, that actually VJ suggested, so shout out to VJ. It was delicious. Um, did a little bit of shopping, and then we went back to the house and got ready for the concert. And it was so nice to have, like, time to not mm-hmm. have to like be rushing we all took our time we started getting ready together helping with each other's makeup it was so much fun and then finally like seeing everybody's outfits and taking pictures like that was so fun like it was just a whole experience the entire weekend you know 
It really so. was. It really was. Mm-hmm. And our little bathroom had a speaker in it, like mm-hmm. built in on, on the ceiling, and that was a whole vibe. Very handy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just fun. It was just so fun. fun. So fun. So then once we got ready, we took some pictures and everything, and we left out and we went to Fleming's Steakhouse. Y'all. It With was the world's best server. The world's best server. Shout out to her. It was actually like her second to last day working there. Mm-hmm. She was going to leaving, but they really lost leave, losing her because she was absolutely. absolutely amazing. She was so hyped. As soon as we walked through the door, she knew it, you know, immediately where we were going. Yeah. She really hyped us up, had us feeling so good, gave us the best service in the world. We had the best meal. Oh my gosh, it was so good. So, so highly recommend Fleming. Mm-hmm. We didn't and have it a bad. Was actually, meal. a medium. Like mm-hmm. sometimes it's like, you know. Yep. They gave us a real medium. Steak yeah. Or steak. Uh, <laughs> it was. It was amazing. It was so like good. I feel like everything. Like there was no issues. Mm-mm. Like everybody we encountered was very happy mm-hmm. and welcoming, and it. It was just amazing. Like it was amazing. Didn't run into any anything. No, we didn't. It was, it was yeah. so good. It was so, 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 so good. Like, even our uh, Uber driver that we got from Fleming's to the concert, he was so yes. hyped. He gave more <laughs> the Oxcore. I mean, he he was just so hyped and just so excited for us. We listened to mm-hmm. Beyonce the whole way to the concert. I literally probably lost my voice before we even got out the car. It was insane. It was so yeah. much fun. He took a video. Yes, he did. So we're probably on the the do not pick these people up. <laughs> no, he was so cool. Yeah, he was so cool. He was here for it. We he took was. them well. We did. We yeah. did. So yeah, we got to the concert. Um, we were able to get merch right away because I think people were still coming in. It was really mm-hmm. pretty early still. So the merch line was not crazy at that point, at least. We got our merch, we got our fans. Um, and then before we knew it, it was well, it took a while actually. That's okay, it did take a while. That's my only, my only, 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 only gripe. And obviously, the gripe is with the queen herself, so it's not even a real gripe. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, because we got there, what time was it? Maybe was it six o'clock or something? Six thirty. 6.30-ish. Yeah. yeah, something like that when we got there, which I think was a great time to get there if the show actually started at 8 o'clock. The show did not start at 8. The show started at like 9.30. Yeah. So I feel like I lost a little bit of energy in that time of having to wait so long. Because at one point we were just literally just sitting there like okay, girl. <laughs> yes, and where you at? But then yeah. obviously, once she came out on stage, the energy was back. You know, we were yeah. vibing. We had such an amazing time. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely I felt it only again once we were towards the end of the show because we it had just been such a long day at that mm-hmm. point. I kind of started to lose steam again, probably like eighty percent through the show. I was just kind of I was just getting tired, but it was so good and it was amazing. I just wish she would came out. <laughs> An hour earlier, and I would have been perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like for her, like typically with a typical concert, you would have mm-hmm. an opener during. Yeah, that time so it would be kinda, something to do. Yeah, yes. yeah. But mm-hmm. she said, "I am the visuals. You're gonna and sit she here. Is. She is and, and away from me, and, and we, we did. did, and we did. Period." <laughs> We did, and it was just absolutely amazing. Like, I got some videos and stuff, but I really tried my best to just 
be in the moment and I didn't want to be viewing the whole show through my phone. Like I think we all got a perfect sitting next girl. To us. We're not us. <laughs> not our friend group. Not our friend group. Just some <laughs> random lady who tried to like, ma'am, can you put down your fan? I this is a freaking Beyonce concert with like I, her merch in my hand. Yeah, literally. That says heated. Literally. It has and a chrome horse on the back. And the song is on. Where else am get I supposed to, to have this fan? <laughs> But that, that, that lady, ridiculous. when I tell you I had her phone up the whole time, she sat down the whole time as if she was recording the whole thing. That's wild. I, it, it was just mind-blowing. And it's like one thing, like, of course we're going to get some videos. Like, you you know, want something to look back on mm-hmm, or whatever. But mm-hmm. to sit there and watch it via your phone the entire time is insane. 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 That is insane. Yeah. So, yeah, we didn't want that experience. So, I feel like how we were very much able to be in the moment. And of course we got some major, like I got clips of Meg Stallion on stage. I got mm-hmm. clips of Blue Ivy or yep. whatever. But even with that, I would get like a 15 second clip and then I put my phone down mm-hmm. so I could just enjoy it and scream. Cause I didn't want to be screaming in my videos. So I got my clip and I put my phone down and then I could oh, scream. Properly. I'm definitely <laughs> screaming in the video. <laughs> I did not stop screaming. Especially when uh, Meg came out. Like, just oh, her man. like genuine moment of being like, I love you, Beyonce. Uh-huh. Oh, I know, I know. She was so excited. Uh-huh. She is all of us. Yeah. It was so amazing to see her. Um, and Beyonce, she performed the big three. If y'all don't know the big three is, she does not do drunken love. I think um all up in your mind and thick. Mm-hmm. I think those those three that she doesn't do every show. We got the big three, we got blue ivy, and we got Meg Stallion. And we did very good at the mute challenge. We didn't win it, but Houston Night won. We had a solid showing for the mute challenge. We just had a couple of idiots. It was a couple of idiots in the building. <laughs> like a good five just messed it up five. for the rest of us. How do you do that in her hometown? What's wrong with you? Who raised They're not you? from there. And we're not from there, but we know how to be respectful. And you know what? I was talking to my brother about this yesterday because he was like, you know, what's the big deal? Why was people so mad at this girl? And I was like, you know what? In, in the scheme of life, this is not a big deal. But mm-hmm. the reason why it it was so offensive to so many people, us included, is just because, you know, life is so hard. And there are just so few instances or situations where so many people are able to come together and be mm-hmm. on the same page and be excited about something and have yeah. our faith be excited about it too because we really want to impress her we want to show out for Beyonce also because she always shows out for us and to have that moment taken away or spoiled by yeah. somebody Perfectly. for no for literally yeah. no reason with nothing to gain from it it's just a, it's just so offensive and just so annoying. It's just unnecessary. Like let people have fun, even if you don't get it. Let other people have fun. Like you paid your money to be there too. Why do you want to be the person spoiling it for everybody? Spoiling it for literally fifty thousand people. <laughs> like be so for real. <laughs> Why do you want that? You know, I just yeah. don't understand. So yeah, I explained that to him, and he was like, "Okay, I guess that makes sense." I'm like, "Yeah, it does make sense." And I'm glad you were yeah. there because if you would have been the one, I would have disowned you. <laughs> completely. <laughs> completely. Who's that man? I don't know. I don't know <laughs> but yeah, I mean that sums it up perfectly. So like if you're you you know listening and like just don't understand it, like mm-hmm. yeah, in the grand scheme of things, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. But this is just one thing we built it's up for it. Thing. This is like 
one of her last shows, last yeah. three at this point. Mm-hmm. So we have gone through all of her, you know, people like me, like I try to avoid as much as I can. Mm-hmm. We finally get into this moment and you are perfect. It's one thing if like you didn't know, I don't know how you didn't know, but like you just started singing the rest of the song and just mm-hmm. wasn't, but you are purposely doing it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. For that, no reason. Yeah, for no reason other just than to be a dick. To be a dick. Yeah. Yep. Like it's, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that part is just trash, but. It's trash. We did Exactly. Like, if there were people who, like, especially the first few shows, people who made honest mistakes and didn't realize what was going on, that's totally different yeah. than the assholes in Houston who just wanted to spoil all of us. <laughs> so, for no reason. For no reason. I don't know if it was like for TikTok clout or what, but it's like, why? Like, girl, that's wild. You spend money you- to be here too. I know. And it's like, why do you get enjoyment from spoiling something and ruining something for other people you like it's given it's given a need for therapy like deep deep therapy because why do you yeah at at all costs at any cost Mm -hmm. basically um but yeah y'all it was just it was just so amazing we just had such a great time um y'all that houston stadium at the end of the stadium this is my okay i have two gripes two gripes and danny know what i'm about to say because this is his gripe is with him. <laughs> At the Houston Stadium, the NRG Stadium, there are two ways to exit, okay? So once you you get out of the stadium, no matter what level you're on, you walk out of the physical stadium, and there is a ramp, and there is escalators. We were in line waiting for the escalators to go down. Escalator line very long. And Danny says, hey, why don't we just take the ramp? And then <laughs> and one by one, everyone's like, okay, okay, okay. And then at the end, me and Laura just like, okay, if y'all take the ramp, we'll all take the ramp. Y'all, the ramp was the ramp from hell. The ramp <laughs> led to hell. It was so long. It was so congested. Everybody decided to take the ramp thinking it was going to be the easier, quicker route. And it absolutely it was, not, was not. Yeah. It absolutely. And our feet were through by then also. Yeah. I felt so bad because so I, I didn't remember it in a moment. I was like, okay, yeah, let's walk. But this that the way that stadium is made is exactly how the bingo stadium is. Mm, and we okay. know not to take the ramp. I don't know why that didn't click in my head, but after we walk, I was like, shit, I know. Like, cause one, like one ramp is like half of a level. So you need to take like two or three just to get it, down one level. It felt like we were, it was never ended. It felt yeah. like we were being held hostage by the ramp. Okay. And there's I, no way to connect to get back to the escalator. No, like they it, won't once you make the you. decision, yeah, that's it. It's final. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm also mad at you, Myra, because you were I actually forgot. you were the second person to time be like, yeah, let's take the ramp. And you you know how I'm supposed to know the damn stadiums are exactly the same no. in two totally different states. That but like crazy. once it step kept going, I was like, oh shit, this is just like the bingo stadium. Damn. And then we just walking and Danny trying to like laugh and make jokes and talk. And I'm just like, not now, Danny. Was dead. I, I gotta focus on not dying on this. <laughs> Because mind you, like the escalator is really long, but it probably would have took us what two to get yeah, all the way down. Yeah, the escalators are mm-hmm. huge because it only took us, I think. Well, it took us one to get up because we stopped at the first level and we had a few ways up to go, y'all. But we stopped at the first level, yeah. so we didn't realize <laughs> at the time. <laughs> Danny, 
was so he felt so bad when we was at the end because once we got to the bottom, we took a break because we still yeah. had a pretty long walk to go before our driver was gonna pick us up because mm-hmm. they had like rocked off all the streets directly surrounding um the stadium, the stadium or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so the only way you could get on those streets is if you had parked at the stadium or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so we took a break, and Danny just felt so bad. <laughs> I was like, Danny, it's fine. It's over. We're out of hell. <laughs> we took the little break and a little patch of grass. Got I took off together. my boots, and we were good to go. And we were good to go. But yeah, y'all, it was, experience. it was so great. Like, I, I don't have a bad thing to say about this trip. It really just went so well. It was just so much fun. And my first ever time being in Houston, uh, I was it all of ours? I don't know that for sure. I don't think so. I think, I know Danny and J-Bay has been to Houston before. I feel like Julie has too. I don't know about Laura. So I know it was at the minimum, it was me and your time, first time in yeah. Houston. Um, it's very hot. I don't have to go back, to be honest, unless it's for Beyonce. It's for Beyonce, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because we know, and now everybody on TikTok or BJ, was, was orgy, of course, <laughs> our Beyonce. <laughs> but everybody on TikTok was very jealous of the Houston show because we were the first show. We got the bracelet. Oh yeah, apparently the, thing, yeah. the other shows didn't have like the light up bracelets or whatever. But Houston got the light up bracelets. I don't know if New Orleans got the light up bracelets. Did they? I don't think so. Houston exclusive. Sorry. I don't know why. I know a lot of people wanted to be at her birthday show. But I don't know why folks didn't think Houston was going to pop off. Y'all, Houston was absolutely amazing. Um, and yeah, I'll definitely go back for Beyonce. Everybody wants to go to Houston now for all the Beyonce shows. So it's going to... Why people weren't thinking that in the first place that she was going to try for Houston, yeah, but now it's saying, confirmed. Yeah. yeah, now it's absolutely confirmed. So now it's definitely going to be um, a fight <laughs> to get to the Houston yeah. show. Yeah, I'm sure they were like, "Let's do her birthday." You know, I'm sure, and that was an mm-hmm. experience or whatever. But that's not yes. her city. It's not her city. Mm-mm. So, yeah, but yeah, but y'all yeah. loved every moment of it. We did. And if y'all got to check out the Renaissance concert, definitely let us know. Um, also, apparently, she, the there's going to be a documentary. They're in talks for a Renaissance concert slash documentary to be uh, released in theaters. Uh, that has not been confirmed yet, but that is what we have been seeing people talk about on TikTok. So if that happens, that's absolutely going to be insane and such a movie in... Yeah, and before anybody started, like, oh, she trying to copy Taylor Swift? No, she not. This is a documentary. It's not just a concert. And even if she was just doing just concert, like, nobody's copying anybody. So, has she done this before? With, She's had uh, a documentary Bechella? film. Yes, I don't know if it was in theaters though. Or Beachella. Oh, it was it? I don't theaters. think it was, it was in that was on Netflix. Yeah, and then she had uh, the Lemonade documentary. Um, but that wasn't a concert. That was just a documentary. I think that was on HBO or something. But yeah, I can't. Girl, wait. I I don't understand why people be even put Beyonce and Taylor Swift in the same category sentence vicinity. Yeah. I mean, here's it. the thing: two, they're both extremely powerful, extremely successful female artists. I feel like that's where the similarities end. That's it. I mean, you can you can definitely say that Beyonce and Taylor Swift have owned 
this year 100%. And I think that's different. I mean, they're just two totally different artists, both amazing and great in their own right, but definitely shouldn't be in the same conversation. <laughs> so, and I say that as a fan of both, a stand of Beyonce and a fan of Taylor Swift, but they're not the same or even close. They're not even not each other's close. competition. I don't think they even look at each other as competition. And they had two totally different mm-hmm. fan bases. So it's not it's even cool. a whole bunch of overlap between the Swifties and the Beehive. Yeah. So I mean, Beyonce's been doing it for as long as Tay Tay been alive. No. For so real. Yeah. I mean that's true. There's that's why I hate when people put them in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. Like you said, that's but that's you know the Yeah. Yeah, I think I think the majority of Swifties have a lot of respect for Beyonce because Taylor has a lot of respect respect for Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. yeah, it's just it's just no need. And it's like I don't know why whenever it's like female artists, there's like this like underlying competition that people always have to throw in there. And it's just I don't think they do that to male artists in the same way. Mm-hmm. This is a lot. Yeah, and it's from like the quote unquote fandom. It's not Beyonce and Taylor mm-hmm. Swift going after each other kind of thing. No, I'm not at that. all. I mean, we all know that Beyonce stole, I mean, that Taylor stole Beyonce's award that year, but Beyonce don't even care. She not pressed. And we we were pressed, but we stopped being pressed because Beyonce don't care. So. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. Um, but yeah, let's talk about whew, Love is Blind season five we are as we're recording this we are seven episodes in myra did you get a chance to fully catch up you did right yeah yeah i don't know where to start i don't know where to start uh usually i, I guess we'll just start at the pods since that's the beginning usually the pods are just insanely dull and boring mm-hmm. to me and i usually don't really get into it until they're at the honeymoons This season is not that. This season, the pods are essential viewing. Literally, if you don't watch the pod episodes, you won't know what the hell is going on with the. Yeah, don't skip the pods. Yeah, do not skip the pods. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what a mess! Oh Uh, my god, it's a mess. And also, just let y'all know, we are going to be talking about spoilers up to um, episode seven because that is all. Hey, Grapevine! Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Planners and Wine is hosted by Megan P. and Myra P. and is edited by Jonathan. We'd like to thank our Planners and Wine patrons for their continued support. With special thanks to Daniel M. and Lisa F., moderators of our Patreon exclusive Facebook group. For more amazing content, please visit Planners and Wine. Um, or find us on Patreon patreon.com yeah I forgot you can also find us on all social media so, platforms at Planners um, they were pretty cute in the pods they seemed like they had a really great connection you know got to the honeymoon they are very into each other very physically attracted to each other we got some shower scenes with them mm-hmm. so you know it's kind of was going off without a hitch a little bit um, but now that they are out of the pods, back into the real world, some real differences between them are coming up, and particularly financial differences. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, let's talk about. He that. broke. Well, <laughs> he is not <laughs> as financially stable <laughs> as Stacy is. Apparently, Stacy comes from a pretty wealthy family, and she yeah. has also done very well for herself. She has an extremely nice house. I heard she got like two BMWs. 
or mm-hmm. something like that. Like the girl is killing it, really doing well. And Izzy is still using paper plates and cups at his own house by choice. And not no shade, but no it shade. shows that they yeah. are in very, very, very different, different financial places. brackets. Yeah. Yes. And obviously, that's a huge issue for Stacy because I think even a conversation came up about, you know, expectations. And he thinks that, you know, he's entitled to half of her home. If they get married, even though she paid for it, she put the down payment, she did all those things herself. But obviously, he thinks that's supposed to be 50 50 once they get married. And alternatively, if they go to a restaurant, he thinks that dinner should be 50 50 as well. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> He's going to be the type to be like, well, I only have the water. 100%. And you know what? We are, let's be clear. We are not putting down judgment on this we're just we're just pointing out the extreme differences between these two not only from their upbringings but of their current lifestyles and even like they had a conversation with her family her family was pointing out a lot of different things Mm -hmm. uh if i had to guess right now um i don't think that stacy is going to say no to him and i don't think it's a problem with that i don't think there's anything wrong with her wanting somebody to to be financially stable. I don't even think she needs somebody who's rich or is even on her level. I think just having some financial stability, which he didn't, like there are a million reasons that we haven't even named why he just does not have that financial stability. Um, And that just, it just seems like it's going to be a lot of issues. I mean, I think the majority of marriages end because of financial Mm -hmm. issues. And so going into a marriage, knowing you have these extreme differences, kind of feels like you're setting yourself up for failure so i will be very very surprised if they end up getting married yeah and plus stacy just strikes me as a woman who's like you know i don't have to settle i'm mm-hmm. perfectly fine by myself um i think she may have went into this experiment like just to see what would happen mm-hmm. so she's not one of the girls who's like i'm dying to get married Mm. There are some girls that come on the show like this. Yeah, for sure. So that's why I'm like, I don't think she's going to say yes. Yeah. Stacey I mean, wants a partner, not just a husband. And there's yeah. a difference. And you don't you have know? to make the same amount of money to be in a good partnership. But no. it just it's so clear. Like she brought up 401ks and savings and and it was like deer in the headlights. Like yeah. he just does not have that concept at all. Like all you can have that team. concept together. Mm-hmm. And maybe not on a BMW. Yeah. But he doesn't even have the concept. Yeah. So, exactly. Exactly. Not to mention he don't have no job technically. He does not have a job technically. And you know, look, no shade to paper plates and clothes. You know, we eat our paper plates and clothes yeah, every for now sure. and then. For sure. But we own real stuff also. And he does he not. not That's the thing. And the real stuff, he don't have to go to Pottery Barn to get the real stuff. He go to Walmart. Yeah, and it looks just fine. Like, you don't have to drop a bag on dishware. No, no. And you'll probably end up spending more by buying paper plates and cups all the time. Just saying. Exactly. Over the long run? (laughs) Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, it just feels like, besides even the financial differences, there seems to be a maturity level difference as well. Because, you know, Izzy has kept you know, random items, earrings, hair clips, whatever from like multiple hookups that he's had in the past year. And Stacy was just really grossed out <laughs> by that. <laughs> She's like, why are you, why are you keeping it? You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you keeping yeah. these things? So, she had a, a really big reaction to that. 
Mm-hmm. And now me like looking back on it, I can see why. Because it yes. seems like all this stuff. Because that, that was right after they talked about money. And mm-hmm. it's just like, you couldn't even take the time to like toss these before I came here. Like, I know. I, yeah, I can feel them, you know, why she had that huge reaction. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, I don't know. I This is kind of surprising to me from Izzy also. And I feel like, you know... Hmm. Most of the time, if you hear men talk about like marriage and why they're not married yet and things like that, a lot of them will point to, I don't feel financially stable yet. So I don't want to get married if I'm not financially stable. And then you have Izzy who does want to get married, even though he's not financially stable. So it's just like, yeah. I don't know. It's just a very, very, very interesting um, situation with him and Stacey. And I don't know. I just, I think if, if I were her, then I would, if I really loved Izzy, I would try to still date him, but I would not commit to marrying him at this point. I would need a lot yeah. of things to be changed and I would have to see some stability in him for a while. And like I said, that doesn't mean him being filthy rich. It just means him being stable and planning for his future and, you know, getting some things in order. And it hasn't been a lot of that going on. And I believe that he's 30 at least, right? 32? Mm. Or is she 32? I'm not sure. I know they're both in. I'm they're, pretty sure they're, they're both in their thirties. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, if we okay, let's do something fun. If we were to give them a rating as a couple on the scale of one to ten, or on the likelihood that they will get married, with ten being very likely and zero being not a chance, what would you give it? A five. Okay. Yeah, because I could see like him showing that he wants to like have mm-hmm. some level of stability and that being okay for her. Mm-hmm. But right now, you know. From what we know, I. Yeah, I'm with you. I think I would give it a five, too, because. Well, Stacey, I don't think I would marry him, but I also am not in a situation. I don't have the feelings for Izzy. I don't know how strong her feelings for him are. Her her feelings might be strong enough to push her over the edge. Yeah. So thing, yeah. it's really a toss up with those two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Next up. I can't even say any names without laughing. Lydia and Milton. Okay. We can start. We can start. Where, where do we start? Where do we start? <laughs> well, you know how he was like, I'm a Pokemon champion. Because, yeah. you know, uh-huh. FYI, Milton is very much younger. He's like 24. Yeah, he's very young. Come to find out he's not even the champion. The The Pokemon showdown called his ass out on Twitter. No, they did. <laughs> it's like, he's like... 7,000 placement or whatever. He has never been a champion. Why would he lie about something that could so why he easily be in this pro- It's because he's 24. It's because he's 24. It's because he's 24 because his frontal lobe is not fully developed. <laughs> and he so thought that dumb. was a flex. I mean, no shade. Love Pokemon down. But why would you lie about that? Lie- I mean, it, it would be a flex if he was actually a champion. And the fact that he lied about that. So, uh, yeah, so this is not on the show. This is just extra Extra stuff on the background that I see. Like, (laughs) be for real, Milton. Why did you lie about that? Like, it's just a simple Google search. That's wild. And the fact that they bust him out like that. They said, not on my watch. They said, absolutely not. (laughs) They said, you thought you was a lie? Hmm. Okay. Okay, Yeah. That's so wild. I can't with him. Um, but that's honestly not even the worst thing that has taken place. No, that's not. That's just a funny ha ha. This is hilarious. Uh, okay. So Lydia 
and Milton have been kind of tumultuous this whole time because mm -hmm. she didn't want him in the beginning. We saw like their first conversation. She found out he was 24. I think she's like 30. Mm -hmm. um, and she immediately was like, immediately, no, I don't want to yeah. date somebody that young. So then she started pursuing Izzy. Izzy turned her down. And so then she was back to Milton. But in the meantime, in between time of all this that we didn't even get to see until episode three, she also had a past relationship with another guy named Uche outside of the pods um, that they didn't tell anybody about. And she had been forming like a best friendship with Uche's girl in the pods, Aaliyah. Mm -hmm. So that was a whole shit show, and we'll get we'll we'll go more into detail with that when we once we get to Uche and Aaliyah. Yeah. But yeah, so Olivia Lydia has just been she has just been screaming red flags. Like I really did not know how she even got on the show. Like she is a high ass man. She is not honest at all. I really think she pursued the friendship with Aaliyah just to get closer mm -hmm. to her because she was talking to her ex. And there's even speculation. That elite that um Lydia came onto the show because she knew Uche was gonna be on the show. Mm -hmm. There's some stalking allegations with her and him, and then this you know possibility that she followed him onto the show, just a hot mess. And like the majority of these things, Milton is not aware of. No, only thing that Milton knew is mm -hmm. what she told him, and basically that hurt, you know. Her, past. Which, That's it. Which Milton had a huge problem with. He was he not did. okay with that at yeah. first at all. Um, I don't know what changed his mind. I really think it was just seeing how bad Lydia wanted him because, like, the whole time they were in the pause, like, especially once he knew about this, Lydia just kept being like, I want you, I need you, I love you so much, I need mm -hmm. to be with you, and all this stuff, like totally just love bombing him. Like crazy. And mind you, for anybody who's not familiar with Love is Blind, these people are in these pods for like a total of 10 days. So this was mm -hmm. maybe day seven that she's saying all this intense things to him, even after she had rejected him, but then went back to him after somebody else rejected her. Also, this goes back, I feel like this goes back to uh, Milton's age. Because mm -hmm. that screams the love bombing screams red flag to me. Yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. So him and Lydia did somehow end up getting engaged and going on the honeymoon together. I mean, their physical connection is pretty crazy. They're super attracted to each other. They have clearly, you know, consummated the <laughs> relationship. <laughs> In the shower, we keep getting all these shower sex scenes in this season. It's kind of wild. Um, so yeah, so they have gotten very, very close, and then now out of the pods, one of the first things that we have been able to see again is a confrontation between Lydia and her ex Uche, and now we kind of left off with Milton getting the rundown from Uche about everything with Lydia, like their whole relationship, all the red flags, the allegations that he had about her, you know, with the receipts. Yeah. Looking at girls, Instagram stories that he followed, just all type of crazy stuff. It, for me, Lydia talking about, I don't know how Instagram algorithm works. <laughs> Girl, it don't nobody, work like that. Nobody knows how Instagram algorithm works. We hard, but that's not, that's not what this is. You don't randomly just go like find other people's stories like that. Like Multiple. that's not how it be the people that he's following. That's not how that works, sis. That's not how that works. That is not how that works. And like you could tell 
then she was lying because she been, she really had no explanation. She just started yelling and walked off. Mm-hmm. So walked it's like a few chairs. Yeah, yeah. If somebody is saying something about me that's untrue, no, I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna argue with them. I'm gonna argue them down because it's not true. I'm not going to walk off. I'm walking off because I don't have nothing to say because I'm guilty and I got caught. I'm definitely using. I don't know how the internet, the algorithm works. <laughs> get out of exactly to be to get out of stalking it's people online. So ridiculous. So ridiculous. So ridiculous. So. ridiculous. But also, it, it was kind of ridiculous to bring that up because why does it matter? That's the thing. So in their conversation, Uche focused on him and Lydia's past together mm-hmm. rather than focusing on how Lydia basically schemed and plotted to ruin his relationship with Aaliyah, which is basically yeah. what she ended up yeah. doing. So I didn't understand it all. I feel like he was getting there, but he should have started, there, because started there that's more relevant. Like nobody yeah. cares about the ins and outs of why y'all relationship didn't work or whatever, or what she was doing during y'all relationship. Like yeah. that's totally irrelevant. You know, if he wanted to know that stuff so badly, he should have asked her when they was in the pods. You had the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So we don't know. Like I said, it kind of left us on like a little cliffhanger with Milton, um, her fiance, talking to Uche about their past. So we don't know Mm -hmm. how Milton is going to react to this. We did get clips of Milton and um, Lydia at the altar, but obviously we don't know what's going to happen there. Mm Uh, and I'm nervous for Milton. I'm really screaming at my TV like Milton run, run, Milton run, because Lydia is gonna mess his life up. <laughs> like she is a mess. Yeah, I mm, Lydia needs some serious therapy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh I I just find it so hard to believe that the producers did not know that these people knew each other before. I don't believe that at all. I think they did. They yeah. can say they, they didn't they won't. I think that one hundred percent think they knew and they put her on this show for the drama. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the drama it is given, but I where do they find these people? Because like Uche is not that great of a person either. No, he sucks. And we're gonna talk about him even more, but he definitely sucks. <laughs> um <laughs> So yeah, so what do we think? Uh, do we think that scale of one to ten, he and Ben, they're definitely getting married. One or get zero one being there's no chance in hell that they're gonna get married. What do we think about Lydia and Milton? I think it's all in Milton saying because Lydia pretty much do whatever. I, she would definitely say yes. Oh yeah, um, if, if if they don't get married, it's not it's gonna because be because of Milton. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna give him, I'm gonna give him a seven. You think they're very likely to get married? Yeah. Yikes. Why do you think so? I don't, I feel like Milton is more of a go with the flow kind of person. Mm. And they do have that chemistry there. So I could see him going for it. Um, but really, I think my score would change after they had that conversation. Him and uh, Uche. Okay. But we'll see. Yeah, I think if I had been doing this score before I saw the previews of the rest of the season, I would have gave them like a three. I would have been like, there's no way in hell that Milton is going through with this. But seeing them at the altar, I -hmm. think Milton is way too laid back to say no to her. I also think he may be a little pee-whipped and he's very young and impressionable. I give him a nine. Pee-whipped. 
I think I give nine. him a nine. I give him a nine, and I, I hate that. I hate that for him. I hate him. that for him. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I, trust him to use his good judgment in this situation. I think he's a book smart kid. Yes. Very good book smart. He does yes. not have the you know the street, the street smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At all, no, no, and that's sometimes what happens with those kids that, like, you yeah. know, he basically at graduating high school was halfway through college at that point, mm-hmm. just due to credits. Like, I think that's what happens to people like that. Yeah, they have yeah, that no. book smarts and they not the social. I agree. He's a twenty-four year old man. Yeah, he ain't lived life his, yet with this hot, sexy woman who's obsessed with him. I think that's very hard to say no to. Especially yeah. at the altar in front of your family and friends. I can just see him being so considerate of her. I, I really think she pushed him into proposing in the first place. I think on his own, he probably wouldn't even propose to her. But I think he was probably so overwhelmed by how much she wants him. I think he probably didn't want to hurt her also. And I could see him making a similar decision mm-hmm. at the altar. Because I felt like if they were going to break up, they would have broke up before they even got to the altar phase. I just yeah. did not see him look at her in her face. And saying no. I will be very pleasantly surprised if he does. I'm just not giving a 24-year-old man any type of credit. So it's a nine for me. <laughs> oh, man. He should have stuck with the Pokemon. Mm-hmm. He should have stuck with the Pokemon. <laughs> I can't wait to go Um. Okay, so yeah, that's our couples who are actually engaged. Isn't that wild? <laughs> it's so wild. This season is wild? not start out great at all how annoying because apparently there was were several other couples who got engaged we know the show doesn't always show us every couple that Mm -hmm. gets engaged but it's extremely egregious for them this season seeing as we only have two couples who made it past the honeymoon so why not show more and you only had three going to the honeymoon in the first place yeah that's wild to me um yeah why don't you because i feel like they said it was four Mm-hmm. That um got engaged. Why not just throw two in there? Were they that yeah. freaking boring? I know they couldn't have been worse than JP and Ava. They got <laughs> engaged in the pods and they didn't make it past the honeymoon. Mm-mm. And I also don't appreciate people calling him Captain America because not he, my Captain America. He is Captain America. <laughs> not um, mine. He's Captain America. Okay, <laughs> yeah, he can have that one. He's that one. Because <laughs> this man, I mean, he wears the American flag. He has American flag. He's the red flag in itself. He's so American. Somebody put up a TikTok and they was like, oh, look, I just ran into JP. And it was just a flag with American, like a flagpole with the American flag on it. <laughs> Accurate, though. Like he was USA Dow, which is as a straight white man. I mean, just in general. Everybody was like, where was JP on January 6th? That's, that should have been the first question outside of the pods. Really, truly. I need to know. So, JP and Ava were the first couple that we saw at least get engaged. And I mm-hmm. honestly thought that they were very cute together. Very yeah. boring and dry, but just very cute, simple couple. It seemed like they liked each other when they first saw each other. Mm-hmm. I was very surprised at the way this turned out. They went on the honeymoon and there was just like no chemistry, no vibes. Like Ava was literally having to like force him to even have a conversation. Yeah. He was just very awkward. And I see you being like that for like the first couple hours or even the first day. He was like that the entire trip, the entire trip. Yeah. And she just couldn't take it anymore. So I thought that, that was so, so cool of her to be like, this is not going to work. 
and to just yeah. own it, you know? At first, I was like, girl, only four days, but I mean... When it's like y'all had conversations, and mm-hmm. mind you, I feel like we didn't really get too much of them in the pod. We didn't, or I fast forward through a little bit. But Same. <laughs> if you go from somebody who has talked to you and has been in depth with you mm-hmm. from through a wall, and then nothing, nothing. Yeah, I I think four days is probably enough to be like, nah, this ain't, this ain't it. Yeah. This ain't it. Yeah, because she's really like, what's the point of even going into the real world? And like yeah. the night before, I, I you know, and we talked about this too. What really sealed the deal for them was seeing the other couples. Because I think at mm-hmm. first she was probably thinking, okay, it's new. Somebody, it's a brand new person. We've never been around each other. Like maybe you know everybody's going through this awkwardness, but seeing the other two couples all over each other and just so yeah. in love and so happy seemingly. She was like, we're not even close to being that way. And I can't even picture us being that yeah. way. You know what I'm saying? And we're supposed to get married in a month. Mm-mm. We're literally on the honeymoon. So at any place we supposed to be lovey-dovey is here. And you would think <laughs> this is not in the real world. Yeah, you're not yeah. around your family, friends, or anybody. You're still in La La Land, mm-hmm. basically. Um, and so the night before they broke up, they had a conversation. And this man tried to blame the fact that he was awkward and uncomfortable around her on the fact that she wears a lot of makeup. And he said he was shocked when he saw her the first time and she had on so much makeup and it's been awkward ever since then. And she correctly pointed out that that's BS and that's just an excuse. And also I've known you for like a week and a half and you're already trying to like dictate how I look. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Like that was just, crazy and it wasn't crazy. a lot of makeup y'all it wasn't she looked the same with she looked exactly the same. she's a beautiful yeah. girl and then he tried to be like you don't need that you know 90 percent of women would love for somebody to tell them they don't need makeup mm-hmm. we don't wear makeup because we need it we wear makeup because we want to the fact that we're still having to explain this in 2023 is, is wild so annoying <laughs> like what is so wild <laughs> like the the mansplaining of that was just mind it was bs yeah because like who is wearing makeup to appeal to men like this is for us it's for us and like she said she wanted to look her best mm-hmm. and this is how she feels her best exactly exactly beautiful with or without yeah and that was just so such a weird thing for him to bring up and it was very mature of her to not just dump his ass in the moment because i would have mm-hmm. just dumped him right then but she was like you know what we're gonna. I'm not gonna sleep here tonight. I'm going to go get another room. She didn't even kick him out. She said, "I'm gonna go get another room. I'm gonna sleep somewhere else. Or we can talk tomorrow." She slept on it. Had a clear, fresh, you know, mind and head for this conversation, and dumped him in a very kind and and generous way. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like he couldn't even be mad. Like I think he was he was hurt because I think he really wanted to get married, but it wasn't it wasn't her. He just wants to marry somebody, and I, I appreciate her not being like this she wants to marry the right person that she has a connection with and that's how everybody should be yeah so yeah hot mess he definitely was with the good old boys january 6th he definitely was girl like who owns that much usa paraphernalia and then you got a problem with women wearing makeup it's just it's just like for real yeah for real jp exposing yourself weird it was very very weird um so yeah so they didn't make it and then we didn't even see them once they broke up at the honeymoon we didn't even see them anymore in these next couple episodes so i don't know if we're ever gonna see them um again or what's gonna happen with them but yeah shout out to ava because jp was not it 
he was not it. Um, next high mess couple who broke up before they were even out of the pod, Uche and Aaliyah. And let me start off saying this. We are not out to say that Uche was the only problem in the situation. There's a lot of things. I know everybody is very much team Aaliyah. We are too, but Aaliyah got some stuff that she needs to work on also. For like, sure. Let's be very, very yeah. clear about that. Aaliyah is not perfect. She is not perfect at all. And so I feel like there has been some, uh, some, some, some fake news surrounding that. <laughs> because he is just so egregious. That is kind of boosting her up, which she should be boosted up, but she's mm-hmm. not perfect either. So let's just start there. Um, yeah, they started off, they had a very good connection. I thought they were going to potentially be a really great couple. But the first big thing that happened was Aaliyah revealing to Uche that she had cheated in a past relationship over two and a half years ago. Not only did she cheat, but she ended up breaking off, breaking it off with the person that she cheated on, and mm-hmm. she never told him that she cheated. So I'm, he was probably finding out while watching Love is Blind like the rest of us. <laughs> which is awkward as hell. Which is but- wild. Which is very but y'all wild. not together, so y'all not together. So, but she probably had a couple text messages when she got home of him being like, "What the?" F-? <laughs> like, <laughs> but um, and the way that Uche berated her and treated her regarding that situation was completely out of line. And I've listened to a couple of podcasts who were a little bit more sympathetic mm-hmm. to him about that, which. Look, if you don't want to be with somebody who who has ever done anything wrong in a relationship in the past, you are well within your rights to feel that way. Nobody is saying that he had to be with her still, but he didn't have to berate her and treat her like she had just cheated on him because that's literally how he was acting, especially given the fact that he had this humongous secret of having an ex-girlfriend on the show. (laughs) That he was with two months ago before coming on the show. Literally, literally. Like that. I feel like a lot of his like berating was um, because he knew mm-hmm. of what he had to expose. Mm-hmm. So he tried to make it seem much worse of what she did two yeah. and a half years ago yeah. with somebody who's not on this show. Nobody on the show. <laughs> they I, had nothing to do with him. Nothing to do they with had him. Nothing and to I can see me feeling a way about it because mm-hmm. that is like, well, damn, if you never told him. Yeah, it yeah. is scary. But the way he went on and on about it is that was just not cool. I mean, he literally cool. pushed, he made her feel so bad that she was basically in tears. Granted, yeah. Aaliyah is brought to tears very easily. Yeah, she's, she's very kind much, of an emotional yeah. wreck. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's still. <laughs> still, he didn't yeah, have, have to do all that. He didn't have to do all that. Yeah. And I just see him being very egotistical very condescending and just not just not a nice guy you know he just Mm -hmm. not like eventually he got to the point where he was like it's not fair for me to judge her based off of that and i need to give her grace but i just needed him to get there a little bit quicker and if he couldn't get there quicker at least not have such a strong reaction i would have much rather him been like this is a lot to take in i think i really just want to think about it can we talk tomorrow rather than being like how could you do that what kind of person would do that how can i you know what i'm saying like that was just a lot of judgment in his initial reaction and i didn't think that was fair at all and it really just the 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 rest of his actions after this explains to me why he acted like that because this is just how he is he's an asshole yeah 
You know, I, I think he needs to separate his profession from um his dating life, girl, because he is he, a lawyer, and that was being a lawyer. Yeah, full prosecutor on that, and it was not cute. It was not cute. You don't at all. treat people that you are getting ready to marry like that. Like you especially just extremely sensitive people who cannot handle that at all. And it was he so was already clear. crying when she brought it up. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So he's a piece of shit. Yeah, he is. And he needs somebody who's gonna cuss his ass out. But anyway, um because <laughs> <laughs> Leah ain't the one. She's far too sweet, mm-hmm. far too sweet, and just far too sensitive. But yeah, that was just a lot. So then the whole Lydia thing came up. He ended up being the person to tell her about his past relationship with Lydia. He did not give all the details. He did not tell her that they had just hooked up a couple months before the show. He really went out of his way to like very much minimize his relationship mm-hmm. with Lydia. One thing positive I will say about him, he did speak very highly of Lydia. He wasn't trying to bash her or go in on her, which I thought was pretty pretty classy because he clearly had a lot of ammunition mm-hmm. if he wanted to, but he didn't do that. He didn't do that. And also, sure. I will give him credit because I don't think he realized how close Lydia and Aaliyah had gotten because I never see them talking about his, their friendship with other yeah. people you know what i'm saying so i don't yeah, there's no he, way he could have known yeah there's no way he could have known if she didn't tell him um mm-hmm. uh, lydia on the other hand will bring her back up because it really feels like she really you know pushed this friendship onto Aaliyah because of how close Aaliyah and uche were like she just kept saying so many weird things before Aaliyah knew like when Leah and Uche had this whole situation, Lydia was like, you know, you and me are just so much alike and kind of trying to hint to like, that's probably why he wants you. But again, Aaliyah didn't know that at the time or whatever. Um, and she was just doing a lot. And their friendship was a lot. It was a lot for me because mm-hmm. they were just doing a whole bunch. Um, they were very comfortable with each other very, very quickly. And Lydia was just, she, she was just a lot. And then it just kind of it was another weird. love bomb, bomb it lo- uh, another love bomb exactly and, yeah you know it, it whoever uche would have had that strong connection with mm-hmm. she would have latched onto that person that would have been her bestie yeah yep yep which is so, sus very it's sus. so sus because out of everybody in the situation lydia knows the the full ends and out ends and out mm-hmm. and she still attached herself to that person she or did. to Aaliyah. yep yep um, so yeah, so once, so like I said, Uche kind of minimized his, his relationship with Lydia. Um, and it seemed like Olia was okay with still continuing with him at that point, but then she went back to the pods and she talked to Lydia about it. At first, Lydia was totally fine with saying the same thing. He was saying, you know, we, we had a thing, but we didn't even try to pursue it here. It was never a thought, even though that was a lie. A lie. Because we did get a clip. ass lie. Showing that Lydia had actually wanted to rekindle with Uche when they first got in the pods. And it was Uche who was like, no, I want a fresh start with somebody new, basically. Yeah, because it just ruins the experience. I know mm-hmm. what you look like, I'm, you know. Yep, 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 yep. So she, so he actually shot that down. But of course, like I said, she lied about that. Then Leo seemed cool. But then, you know, Lydia, this wild ass scene that y'all can find on TikTok, 
Lydia just kept going on and on and on about every detail of this man's life. What kind After of car he drives? I don't want to know that. Yeah, I don't want to know that. Lydia kept repeating that, and she was like, "Oh, this he drives this car. He got this house. I met his dog. His dog loves me. I went out with his friends. I met his mama. Oh yeah, we just had sex three months ago. The most, the absolute." most and apparently we didn't see this scene but apparently Aaliyah and Lydia ended up having some type of confrontation where Aaliyah or where Aaliyah told Lydia that she could have him basically and Aaliyah mm -hmm. left the show so yeah. which that makes more sense and I wish they would have gave that context in the show at least a flashback or something yeah Why we... I yeah I that makes a lot more sense because from our perspective, if we only looking at the show, it sounds like Aaliyah just was like overwhelmed and just was like deuces. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it makes more sense if she was trying to get away from Lydia. She wanted to get away from Lydia, not from Uche. Yep. Exactly. And of course, Uche was all mad and but her. She didn't say goodbye. She didn't tell me nothing. I really feel strongly that the producers probably didn't let her. I think they wanted the drama mm -hmm. of doing this phone call and him finding out without her telling him. I really think they wanted that drama or whatever. Um, once again, he called her after she left. He berated her again. Um, and then they met up after the show. He berated her again. <laughs> like, that's just what he likes to do. He's an asshole. <laughs> and probably a great lawyer. Girl, girl, hire him. Hire him if you need somebody to get you out of some stuff. Don't be with him though. Mm -mm. Um, but yeah, so what we saw from the edit is Aaliyah trying to get back with him once they met up after the show and him turning her down. He has gone on his Instagram doing the QA saying that that wasn't true, that him and Aaliyah actually did date after the show. The, the producers just edited it to show that they didn't. I don't believe a word he says. <laughs> I don't have to see that to believe it. Oh, he's so full of shit. Mm -hmm. He is so full of shit. He's very full of it. He's very full of it. So, yeah. So, as far as we know, they are not together anymore. Um, His last couple is Johnny. And what's that guy name? That really sweet Chris. guy. Chris. Yes, Chris. So, Johnny was somebody else. Y'all, it's so funny to me that Izzy was just, like, the guy that everybody wanted in the pods. And he, the brokey. But... <laughs> <laughs> and Johnny made that abundantly clear after he dumped her. <laughs> she dragged him. She dragged him. Uh, but yeah, so Johnny really wanted Izzy. She dumped Chris for Izzy. Izzy dumped her for Stacy. She Johnny tried to get back with Chris. Chris turned her down. Did not get engaged to her. But then at some point after the pods, they ended up meeting up, and now they are dating. Mm -hmm. And she had this whole confrontation with Izzy. I don't know why Izzy felt like going to her and confronting her about this whole narrative of what she told Chris versus what she told him in the pods. Like that I was, was kind of with her maturity. Yeah. None of that was yeah. necessary. Mm -mm. Not at all. With other people. Now you dumped her. So what does it matter? So it was weird. And apparently Johnny and Stacy are going to have some type of confrontation that was in the preview for the next episode. So Yeah. Yeah. That whole situation just sounds like a whole bunch of he says she said. Like Stacy is mad at mm -hmm. Johnny because Johnny realized who they were they were talking to the same guy mm -hmm. so she pulled back from her which sounds kind of normal to me. I mean, that's what Lydia should have <laughs> did. Exactly. I Why are you mad at her for that? Weird. That's so weird. It's very weird. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. This thing is a lot of 
drama. A lot, a lot less love and a lot more drama in this season. So it's definitely a fun love watch. Love therapy. Yeah, yeah, everybody's therapy. But um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll keep y'all posted uh, on what happens. Um, I'm terrified that Vanessa Lachey is going to be hosting this reunion and she's going to drop the ball and she's not going to say what she needs to say to Lydia. I'm going to be irate, but I just know it's going to happen. I have no faith in her. I have the faith in her that I have in Milton to dump Lydia. It's the same level of faith. <laughs> not much. Uh, that's going to be awkward because uh, Milton was talking about he doesn't even want kids. Girl. Lydia allegedly said that they could wait like five or ten years, but I don't believe her at all. Yeah, no. She's I don't believe crazy. her at all. No. Um, but yeah, y'all, let us know if y'all are watching Love is Wine season five. Uh, it's been it's been super fun so far, and we're going to keep talking about it. I just want to know what else they're going to do. Like I said, we're down to two couples. It's weird. Like, are we going to be watching? There's nothing else that they can do. Nope. Maybe they'll convince Johnny and Chris uh, to get engaged. You know how them producers. I, I no, <laughs> I don't need them. I don't mm-hmm. need them. I don't feel like Chris is like in the mood to like get married anyway. Chris got too it's, much sense. Because yeah, that's why he didn't. I'm just going to date, see where it goes. Yeah, you know? that's why he didn't immediately get back with her. And I really love that for him. And I was sad to see that he had eventually gotten back with her. But at least they're not engaged. They're just in a regular, regular relationship. And just see where it goes. No strings. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. I feel uh-huh. like they, they're making Johnny out to be like this big villain. I don't think that's what she is. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think she's mostly just. I mean, she, she definitely seems a little. Full of it, but it's just like in that situation, aren't you just kind of telling people what you think they want? <laughs> like, I feel like you kind of are. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she's a horrible person for that. No, I don't think so either. I don't think so either. So, uh, other big news that came out that Usher is going to be performing at the 2024 Super Bowl. Excited for that because mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to get to see him at his residency. So, here's my little opportunity. Well, allegedly, he, they're supposed to be announcing a world tour after the Super Bowl. Allegedly, uh, tickets will go on sale following his Super Bowl performance. Makes sense. So, I'm that just saying, sense. Usher can be the Renaissance trip part two. I'm okay with that because I love Usher. <laughs> I mean, he puts on a great show. He really does. Mm-hmm. A great show. So he that- has so many hits. So many great songs. Like, obviously, he's definitely probably going to bring out, like, Lil John and Ludacris. Like, he has some hits. Okay. Maybe even Beyonce. He got song with Beyonce. Jeezy. Yeah. You know? So, I definitely that man, think... He got a song with everybody. He kind of does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With literally does. everybody. That's all with Justin Bieber, too. <laughs> City Girls. City Girls. Girl, okay. Yeah, this is about to be a party. This is about to be mm-hmm. a party, and it's going to be so good, and I just love Usher getting his flowers. He is just such an amazing artist. He has so much longevity. He's been around for so long. He has such great music. Like, give Usher his flowers. He deserves And he still look like it's 1998. Be so for real. I don't even know how that is working, but fine. I'm fine with it. Fine. Like I'm that, fine. That man him. has not aged at mm-hmm. all. Aging backwards, low key. Love yeah. it, sure. Love it. 
Uh, I know a lot of people were speculating about possibly Taylor Swift being the uh, Super Bowl performer. I heard she might have turned it down. I think she's still, she's taking a break from her tour right now, but I think he's about to ramp back up mm-hmm. in Europe uh, at the beginning of the year. So I could see them conflicting schedules probably being a reason. I definitely think that Taylor Swift is going to do the Super Bowl. Probably, I would see maybe in 2025. Because she's had a really big couple of years. Yeah, I can see mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I think she has enough hits and stuff to do Super Bowl also. For sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But yeah, the whole thing with Lizzo, apparently those rumors Mm. of her doing it, but after everything. See, and even though I love Lizzo down, I don't think she has enough music for the Super Bowl yet. She really hasn't been out for that long. Like, think about all the artists who have done the Super Bowl. Most of them have been out for a very, very long time. And if they haven't, like, I think... The newest artist that I can think of who's on the Super Bowl is like Bruno Mars. And even he has been out for a while and it wasn't just him. It was Chris Martin and it was Beyonce too, you know? So I don't know. Yeah. I could see Lizzo like doing something like that. Yes. With other artists. Just not by but, herself. Yeah. 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 But I definitely think because of, you know, the controversy and the lawsuits and stuff, that would be a reason for that not to happen yet. But I could definitely see Lizzo doing it one day for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Love her. Love her down. Uh, the writer's strike is officially over. The actor's strike is still ongoing, but they were able to come to a pretty good, favorable deal for the writers. Uh, I have heard a lot of speculation that if this is thanks to Drew Barrymore and her ridiculous controversy, then she could have waited two weeks. Saving the world. <laughs> she, <laughs> this is what she said going to do. She said her show saved the world, and it did. I mean, I guess she wasn't lying. Yeah. Girl, you could have waited two weeks. You could have waited two weeks. You up here apologizing, no makeup on, your spare bedroom. Just for you to just wait two weeks. Girl. Be so for real, Drew. So, yeah. So, that's great news. Um, Hopefully, the actor strike can come to some type of conclusion very soon that is favorable for those actors as well. I'm so excited they announced that uh, Abbott Elementary writers are back uh, in mm-hmm. the writer's room as of this Let's coming up week. I'm so excited about that. I love that show. Um, Yeah. And, uh, I mean, a lot of things have been set back, obviously. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, they'll be able to get it on track. Uh, I know they were kind of saying that we're going to see kind of the remnants of the strike next year because there's just going to be a lot less things coming out next year because yeah. of you know having the strike and that's the studio's fault so let's keep keep the blame on them because they were cheap and they could have gave these people this deal four months ago yeah i'm wondering what's what's going to happen because i feel like the um not feel like i read that the deal was only for three years that's not a lot of time mm, maybe yeah it's not but maybe at least there have been there has been progress made, mm-hmm. so they can have zero expectation of these people going back to whatever they had before this deal. If anything, in three years, the deal needs to get better. It's not mm-hmm. going to get worse. So that's good news, for um, sure. Yeah. Um. Also, Myra has been watching Big Brother. I'm super super excited about that. Um. We talked about Big Brother before we started recording, and I'm be honest, I kind of don't want to talk about it again, y'all. <laughs> That's fine. Um, let's so just say who you, who you got at this point. To win? Yeah. Oh, God. Y'all, this is like picking a needle out of the haystack. We are still like 50% This show is long. 
The jury hasn't even started, y'all. Yeah. The jury hasn't even started. They are dragging the season out. But if I just had, like, who I want to win and who I think is going to win are two different people. Who I want to win is Sari. Who I think is going to win is probably Matt. Mm. I'm okay yeah. with Matt. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at Matt. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. I yeah. like Matt. So what do you think? Who do you want to win and who you think is going to win? Is it the same person? Yes, it is. Who is it? You know, I, I'm rooting for... <laughs> Ruth for everybody. <laughs> Whitey. Whitey. I I love underdog. And I feel like from the gate, Cam was an underdog. Cam got put up as a pawn. Mama, and- he don't want almost every competition. Yeah, because they put his ass up and then set a fire under him. And he's like, I'm about to go hard. Okay. Y'all, Myra is not a live feed watcher. And that is why she is rooting for Cam. <laughs> Okay. I hop in and out of the live feeds. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, it's Cam for me. I really want Mimi because I identify a lot with Mimi, but I don't see it happening though. No, I don't see a path for her. And you got to be realistic about it because I do see a path. I see a path for Cam getting to the end. I do not see him getting seven or. I need mean, he would need four votes. It's hard for me to see him getting four votes because I don't think the rest of the house really respects him. Also, yeah. there has never, ever, ever been a person to win Big Brother who got evicted and came back into the house. A returning oh, like that has never won. So yeah. he would be the first person. But I think that especially if he's in the final two with somebody like Matt who never got evicted, who's probably never going to get evicted, I think people are going to bring that up. Like, Cam got evicted, and if it wasn't for mm-hmm. a twist, he wouldn't even be in the house. Matt never did that. I think that's definitely going to be something that hurts him. Yeah. I think his best chance of winning is probably against like Jag, because Jag is in a similar situation, but Jag mm-hmm. is way better liked than that he is. True. So it's that hard for me true. to see him winning, but I can see him getting to the end for sure, because he can win his way there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's so true. much to think about. Yeah, so since it's, it's a jury of his peers, mm-hmm. it probably won't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he can make it to the end for sure. You can vote for him for America's favorite player. He'll get fifty thousand dollars if he I think is it twenty five or fifty. I think it's twenty five. I don't 000. think uh America agrees with me on this. So now the cast rules like him because for whatever reason, production has definitely given Cam a very positive edit. Apparently, he's gotten the most DR sessions of anybody of the cast. So usually the person who has like the most DRs is somebody very favorable from production. Yeah. So he makes good TV. They like him. They like him yeah. a lot. So you might be surprised. You might be surprised. He might be up in the top three for that America's favorite player. But yeah, possibly. But yeah, I never, I never root for the comp beast people. The people who win everything, I very rarely ever root for them. So this is not surprising for me. I'm excited for this week, though. Yeah, yeah, because we got a real week again. They're playing. Yeah. Again, y'all don't get me started. This is what I want to talk about. These producers pissing me <laughs> off. Okay, we twist. <laughs> but yeah, if y'all are watching the Big Brother, um, is it twenty? Yeah, twenty five. Mm-hmm, twenty five. Why I wrote twenty twenty five on the show note is not twenty twenty five. So weird, but yeah. <laughs> Y'all are watching. Let us know. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna come back and wrap up the show with some Planner World stuff. 
Hey y'all, it's Meg and Myra here and we wanted to drop in real quick and tell you about our Patreon community. The official Patreon tier is for people who want some amazing bonus content. You get an ad-free episode a day early than our normal release, monthly bonus episodes, and a bi-monthly episode of our Patreon-exclusive show, Shots with Meg and Myra. The all-inclusive Patreon tier gets everything we just mentioned, plus access to our exclusive Facebook group community. This includes joining us as we record our monthly live episode and monthly Facebook live. Get more info on patreon.com forward slash planners and wine. We hope you join us. All right, y'all. So we are back. Uh, we finally got our Hobonichis. That was another thing that happened in Houston. Uh, we did oh, like yeah. a big group order for our mm-hmm. Hobonichis and Julie brought them to Houston with her. Um, so yeah, we got our Hobonichis. Myra, what did you get? Um, I got two weeks. I mm-hmm. got uh, the gray one and then this one that has like, oh, I can't even think of the design, but it's white with a black like art design on it. Oh, yeah, and then yeah. I- also got the um the Han. black gingham hun yeah yeah, yeah. oh that yeah. was so good it's so good and it lays mm-hmm. so flat and i'm so excited for it i am that so excited for it it's gorgeous yes yeah. uh i got two weeks i got the uh purple mega weeks and i got the um cats uh regular hobonichi weeks and then i got the cover like the lavender cover mm-hmm. for my Whatever A5 I use, I didn't get a cousin. I really like that hun, so I really, really thought about getting that, but I don't know if I'm going to get that. But whatever A5 I end up using is definitely going in this beautiful cover. So I'm really excited about that. Um, Yeah, my, my, my lineup is in shambles. It's in complete shambles. I literally just have like a bunch of different planners, and some that still have yet to come in because we still got our Sterling Ink. Pre-orders. Oh, man. I went ahead and ordered two uh, Wonderland 222s. I ordered the stacked and the unstacked uh, A5s. So I want to play around with those and see which one I like better. Um, Yeah, I have a EC vertical for next year that hasn't been touched. Um, Plum paper is always on my mind. Because I was on the website the other day. I did not order anything, but I came very close. <laughs> Took out my daily duo. Uh, got our order of stale passports. Um, yeah, which I am obsessed with. So cute. If you do need to order something from Hobonichi, let me know. Because I am eyeing this One Piece stuff that just released today. Oh, okay, okay. Y'all, she's talking to me. So Yes. Everybody else. <laughs> because I will see you. Probably before I get this order, so <laughs> we can save on the shipping. We're gonna see each other again in November. Yes, yeah, that's true. So I'll definitely let you know. Um, what else? I'm also strongly considering a personal setup. I really like cloth and papers. Uh, 2024 um, inserts. I really like a uh, Noted Co. Um, it's like an Australian oh, company. Yeah, I've seen, yeah. Their inserts yeah. are very, very, really very gorgeous. And I was playing around their website the other day. The shipping to the U.S. is way cheaper than what it used to be. So it's definitely a contender. Um, Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of options, y'all. I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, I don't either. I, yeah. Nope. Well... <laughs> Laurel yeah, Denise, we both got Laurel Denise planners also. Yeah, I think I did at least decide with the Laurel Denise. And okay. I, I we talked about this on the uh, Facebook Live. Um, I'm thinking of doing like 
backlog of my mm-hmm. socials just so I can see kind of where I'm going. So it will be more so of like come February, I'm putting in all the stats and stuff from January type yeah. thing. So it'll be something that I'll hit, you know, a month behind or whatever. But um yeah, I think I may do that with that. I think it's the perfect size. It is. It's so little and so cute. Um, and I don't know. I just like taking notes in this little passport thing right mm-hmm. now. Um, I don't know. The daily is a bit overwhelming with it being on two pages, but yeah, I'm gonna try to see how I like it doing two page, and maybe the next month I'll do one page or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you could definitely do that. Yeah, I think I'm gonna use my Lord Needs Project Planner as my new um, budget planner for next year. I think it just has a better setup than the regular planner because I really haven't been using those weekly pages. I tried to do it to just like um, keep track of like you know purchases, expenses, and stuff. I'm just not able to do that in a planner that I can't really like take around with me. I would need a planner that's on me to be able to write down every single thing that yeah. I buy or whatever. And I've tried different tactics in order to be able to do it and it just not, does not work. So yeah, I think I'm going to use that as my budget planner. So I'm not sure what I'm going to use my cute little mini for. I might hmm, might make it a work planner or something might work for work. I'm, I'm definitely going to figure something out because it is so freaking adorable. So cute. Yeah, it is. Okay. It is. But yeah. So many options, y'all. Yeah, way I so need, many options. I need the companies to stop uh with the releases. <laughs> Give us a break. <laughs> Are we winding down at least? I know one thing yes. for sure. Uh Miss Notions, she's that girl for me. So mm-hmm. push come to shove. She definitely will be there. But are we winding down the fall releases? I think so. Um, I saw some rumblings on Happy Planners stories that they were potentially going to have a winter release because I saw somebody. They don't count. At- <laughs> they release every other week. We can't <laughs> depend on them to stop. I was just saying. I was just saying. <laughs> okay. I knew about that one too. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, I, they're going to have a, another release, which is good because their fall release was just. Yeah, it was place. not given. And Usually, uh, well, no, fall is just okay for me. Usually, their um spring release mm-hmm. really hits for me, the eighteen month mm-hmm. one. But mm-hmm. um, their winter release is usually undated. Mm. So interested to see if they'll take some liberties and do some fun things. Cause they just, I don't know, they've been playing it safe lately. They have, they have. It's definitely been a lot of, not a ton of like brand new stuff, and even like mm-hmm. the brand new stuff is just very, very like generic and just hasn't felt like super special. Um, how it used to like they got a new like modern farmhouse. Um, they're just redoing a lot of things, also. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what's going on over there, but yeah, I think as far as my purchases, I'm pretty, I, I think, like I said, I'm, I'm possibly setting up this personal planner. I'm considering a plum paper potentially as a new work planner. Um, and that's really the only things that I foresee myself buying. Um, besides like stickers, like obviously when Black Friday comes around, I'm going to go in on sticker purchases. I have to. So it's like, it's like, yeah. I have to. So yeah. <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> Yeah, I will say I have definitely uh, slowed down on the sticker purchases, but mm-hmm. we'll see who who goes on sale and what they release during that time. But mm-hmm. I've definitely have been slowing down, trying to use what I got, you know. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I just know like Coffee Monsters Co. I'm I'm pretty sure they always do some type of Black Friday sale. 
They have those Hobonichi cousin kids. They have Hobonichi Weeks kids. We got lots of Hobonichis over here. And I love that she like releases so, like her monthly kits. And like um, you can get like six months, like the first six months of the year or the last six months of the year all in one um, yeah. thing. So I really, really love that. So I definitely see myself buying some coffee monster coffee. I'm going to try not to get any more washi tape. I really do not need any more washi tape. That's for I, sure. I got more That's than I can sure. handle yeah. now. Seriously. Yeah, I just so. had to de-stash a lot of them. Yeah. Okay. It's too much. You can't use it. I know. I know. And it's so cute. You just end up so ordering it and not yeah. using it. So... But yeah, we'll see. Let us know, guys, what y'all's 2024 lineup is looking like. Any changes that y'all are going to make? Y'all using any planners that we have not mentioned? Um, I'm just curious to know. I'm not going to buy them. I promise. I'm not going <laughs> to do it. But I'm just curious. <laughs> I want to live vicariously through what you guys are using also. For sure. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much the episode. Mara, did you have anything else for the people? Um, no, but the one Hobonichi that uh Danny has that has the cat and the fox on it is sold out. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a popular and, one. And you know what? That one is so cute, and it looks it's even so cute better in person. Yeah, in person because it like the the little sparkles. I think on the end of the cat's like whatever he's holding, it's like yeah. it's like foil, and you don't that doesn't come through. No, uh, it does on not. The website. So I wonder, is that on JetPens? Is it sold out on Hobonichi's website or is it JetPens or something else? Both. I, I checked oh. uh, JetPens first. Dang. And, yeah. No, that one Stay was really, really popular. I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah, y'all. Let us know. Uh, hope y'all enjoy the episode. Make sure you uh, are following us wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you review us wherever you listen to podcasts mm-hmm. and just let us know what you're thinking of the show. We always love to get that feedback um, and comment on our Instagram post for this week's episode and just let us know what you're up to and keep tagging us. Y'all be tagging us and stuff um, and we love to see it. Yes. All that good stuff. <laughs> Barrett is so funny. Do all of that. <laughs> we would love to hear the feedback. Y'all been quiet. Yeah. That just means we're doing good, but we gotta yep. show other people so they can come listen too. Exactly. And let like I said, give us feedback on what y'all think about the new format of the sure. show as well. Yeah. We have definitely kind of taken a little pivot to be a lot more pop culture focused, to be mm-hmm. totally honest. It's just what is inspiring us the most. And it's just been the most fun. Obviously, planners and planning is always going to be a part of our show. But, you know, sometimes it's a lot less going on in the community. And this mm-hmm. is a very quiet season, <laughs> to be totally honest. So, Which is talking about with it being a release season. It I know. Pretty quiet. It's very, very quiet. So yeah, we just want to, you know, talk about the fun stuff that's going on in pop culture in the world. So we want to know what y'all think about that as well. But yeah, yes. I think we are good to go. Thank y'all so much for listening. We appreciate y'all so much. Make sure you check out the Patreon and we will talk to y'all soon. Bye guys. Hey, Grapevine. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Planners and Wine is hosted by Megan P. and Myra P. and is edited by Jonathan F. We'd like to thank our Planners and Wine patrons for their continued support and engagement. With special thanks to Daniel M. and Lisa F., moderators of our Patreon-exclusive Facebook group. 
For more amazing content, please visit plannersandwine.com or find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash plannersandwine. You can also find us on all social media platforms at plannersandwine. Thank you.